What's up, world? My name is Shingo too. Real name is Shingo Annan.、Um, I'm here to talk to、uh, my good friend Shimon Kamei today. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Do you want to introduce yourself real quick? Yeah, my name is uh, uh, Dr. Shimon Kamei.、Um, I practice、uh, Oriental medicine and、um, Uh, I practice in a way that it is holistic, and uh, we, uh, I take care of the、uh, patient's health by actually changing the、uh, total constitution of the body.、Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing it? Well, I've been doing this for 20 years now. That's awesome. So,、yeah. we're coming at you from Honolulu, Hawaii, right now, those of you that don't know. And gosh, where do we start? This is such a vast I know. topic. I know. But I think the point is, we're, we're going through some extraordinary times right now where there are a lot of issues out there、um, concerning our health and also our, not only our lives and well being, but our livelihoods as well. And not only is it a uniquely American problem, obviously, it's not just a Northern Hemisphere problem, it's a global issue. Right. And I personally believe that there are a lot of. Talking points in the world right now, but one topic is sorely missing in that conversation, which is really our own body. You know, and then I just feel that everything should start there and end there, to be honest, you know, because there are so many opposing views. The more you study about the health, even, right? <laughs> everything is so politicized and everything,、um, it just seems very skewed, in my opinion. What do you think? No, I, I totally agree.、Um... It gets more confusing as, it, as you look into things and all these details we've been going、yeah. through for many years. And, Definitely. And、know. I have an overwhelming feeling that there are so many intelligent people out there, professional people, and people who care and trying to help. But we're only operating within the parameters that are given to us, such as certain data points, statistics, projections, that, in my opinion, is still very arbitrary. And it,、um, It, it still、um, depends on a lot of assumptions, scientific and otherwise. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll get to our point soon. However, we just kind of have to open it up from that angle, and, and which I feel like, okay, let me put it this way. I really want to provide a framework which has helped me, which has been b- beneficial for me in terms of putting out a theory, first of all, that everybody is right. In a sense that, you know, not anybody's maliciously trying to skew the reality, you know. But in fact, what they're doing is they're observing the same thing from a different angle and possibly from a different light. You know what I mean? So, depending on which angle you're describing the situation from, is drastically different, right? In terms of science, in terms of、uh, sociology, in terms of economics, in terms of Race, age group. So we're just kind of like swimming in the cesspool of、uh. information, so to speak, trying to figure this out and not only, not only trying to understand, but really trying to navigate how we're going to survive, right? right? Both in terms of、uh, economics, obviously, but also、um, just honestly worried about our health and maybe not our own, but our loved ones or parents and whatnot. Yeah. So that is pretty much a prevailing. Uh, stress and <laughs> tension that's happening in the world. And even as we speak right now,、um, in mid April 2020, we have pretty much no end in sight, you know, depending on、uh, how you look at it. So, 
that is just a framework that I want to provide. Right. And like I said, which has helped me a lot, you know, and then in terms of neutralizing this idea that the virus which we speak of, which I really don't even have to name uh, <laughs> uh, in terms of this topic, that the virus is somewhat of an enemy that we have to conquer and is some, something that we need to attack. Right. Yeah. Well, that's sort of embedded in our culture, I'm, I'm sure. So uh, that's sort of a topic where we do need to uh, kind of uh, rephrase a little. That'll be very important to do that too. I agree. We have to look at things from a holistic perspective, not just from your medical oh, yeah. experience, right. but also really uh, take several steps back and understand that the world, first of all, operates in synergy. Yes. The health, of course, the world, uh, economy, in terms of how global we have become. I mean that in a good way. Um, and kind of, we have to get rid of this this almost uh, fascination or fixation that there is one cause for everything. Yes, you know what I mean? I understand. And, and then there's also one magic solution for everything. Right. And And that's kind of, you know, kind of making it uh making a generalized statement but I, I believe that to be true in terms of the narrative that's being given to us right okay so that's kind of what i want to talk about and just to provide uh material for our talking points i've prepared a few uh infographs for you so like i said i want this um topic to be about our own body so here's the first one so keep in mind also, there's a lot of advantages with infographs in that we uh, kind of make a lot of complex systems like very easy to talk to and refer to, but there's all, also you know benefits and dangers of that because you kind of tend to oversimplify things. But this is our objective trying to present you um, what I think is very important. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, what can you say about what we call an immune response and this whole complex, robust systems of us dealing with outside external stimuli, if you will, and then how we build our uh, immune system? First of all, the understanding of the immune system is, uh, is, is very, very specific yet. I, I think the immune system contains a lot more broad perspectives such as proper circulation to your core temperature to how, how the blood yeah. circulates to what quality mm -hmm. is your body fluids and definitely lives, many lives many systems. many yeah. more you need to uh, cover all those areas much as possible and then call it a immune system right so in, even in terms of biochemistry that we're so fond of looking at molecules and this and that there's right. a whole universe of I mean, even just the, how the different cells of the immune system develops from basically a stem cell, the network of blood cells, how they interact with each other, and, and what we call an immune response is just one form of function that we have uh, right, embedded from, in us. from one or two perspective. Yeah. You're right. So could you explain quickly the relationship between an innate system and an, an adaptive system? Well, um, I guess in a um, regular sense... Uh, I guess in the world, it is known that immune system, it is either your innate immune system, uh, it's like a natural immune system that you had always carried with you, and there's another immune function called adaptive you know, immune system that you actually have to adapt. I, I guess, you know, I, w I wanted to create this idea that everything is a 
circulation. We have the symptom, which is basically a reaction to what comes from the outside. And how would you describe what a symptom is in terms of a holistic view instead of a Western view, a symptom as a part of the disease that you have to quell? I guess in a holistic view, uh, including Oriental medicine and whatever uh, out there in the world, um, everything begins from your internal condition, which is a, a lot of the uh, s- symptoms are not perceived the same. We don't mm-hmm. really look at the symptom. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually get to the cause of the problem. A lot of times it is a poor circulation or right. stagna- stagnated blood. Right. Um, there's all kinds of different ways uh, to analyze this uh, depending on what medicine you belong in. Mm-hmm. But uh, to put it bluntly in a simple term, it's a, a condition of your, um, you know, the blood. Right. So what we do is we always focus on, on taking care of patients' uh, blood to, you know, run smoother, right. eat right, get the blood cleansed, or the blood put con- some minerals in there, or, right, yeah. uh, to actually get your core health, your, your core, entire health to, you know, come back up. You know, so it is a constant cycle, whether we're conscious or not. Of course, mostly it's like done without thinking about it or whether you're even awake or not. And all this to say, like, why is it relevant to our ongoing crisis? Like, I was really thinking a lot about, you know, basically, what is a virus? Not, Not just this particular virus going on, but what is a virus? And everybody thinks that it's a disease-carrying agent, a.k.a. a pathogen. Right. But if you take, like I said, several steps back, knowing that a virus is defined as a piece of a protein, like nucleic acid, either DNA or RNA, an envelope, I had this almost like an epiphany one night that really excited me. And I was like, what if we just looked at viruses more like a message? You know, message in an envelope. And if the message itself is only programmed to replicate or Xerox, if you will, um, who is sending that message? It must have come from somewhere, right? Because right. even our, in our bodies, only your cells are able to able to make copies of the virus. Right. Right. So from, from our knowledge, we're expected to think that the virus depends on the cell to be replicated. But if you go back, it's like a chicken or egg situation. You can also say that the cells are producing the viruses That's right. to be sent out. Yes, right? you could definitely so, say that. So check this out, right? So I wanted to make a postulate, you know, like, so the... So the, basically the virus is a message, or you can even call it a messenger. And what are viruses doing, you know, because for the most part, bacteria and stuff, uh, bacterial infections are real, obviously, because the bacteria wants to replicate for its own survival, right? Then what are agents such as viruses created for? I just kind of assumed because we all have different reactions to the virus, which is interpreted as a symptom, yes. I, I would assume that the viruses are sent as like a symptom report. Uh, because it's sending out a report to either your own cells or your neighbors, you know. You know, I'm sure you've heard a lot about the word herd immunity. Yes, I'm sure everybody heard about that, right? thinking back to the fact that our cycle of immune responses have built over millions and millions of years, and and in in terms of how we've survived as a species, maybe that's how, how we gained our strength by 
the theory that you know that that only the strong survive you know right, right. In, in a primitive sense i don't mean to say that in a modern context obviously all i'm trying to say is that you know our immune system has evolved over the years by receiving these messages and sharing this these viral responses within a herd right because right. It, because like 10,000 years ago chances are if we're close enough that I can infect you with my saliva, we're probably eating and drinking the same things. Oh, yeah. So therefore, the virus that I create is probably very relevant for you as well. So maybe if you, we get infected the same time, and then you produce a response to it, and then you share it with a neighbor, and then we'll all get over it that way, which is our herd immunity. That is probably how we have learned how to overcome diseases in general. That's right. Yeah. I think so too. And uh, <clears throat> this... Um, Virus as a message, a messenger theory is uh, it fits really nicely. Um, it really explains very well, especially t if you put it together with all that natural medicine and uh, holistic uh, view. You know, of course, including Oriental medicine and everything else. But um, because then, uh, if the if the virus is going to come in to to become a stimulant, mm -hmm. okay, instead of you know virus being a disease itself if yeah right if the virus is becoming a stimulant and it's up to your body exactly how you're gonna present it right or how to come right. out of it or to what shows up right right so as evidenced by the fact that right. people do respond differently theoretically speaking there could be a virus that wipes out everybody oh, yeah. <laughs> regardless right of, it could be a total kill switch that shut you down which is poisoning you know like bacterial infection that happens with say an anthrax or something so that is very well possible i'm not saying that your immune system can fend anything off that is a very relative question but by reducing the idea that all stimulants are bad we want to put the power back into our own immune systems whether conscious or not how we respond to it is what makes the difference right so also you know for all of you watching out there reading all the news that you're being fed um, <laughs> aka the feed that comes down that you absorb everything I'm sure everything right now is highly politicized and, and there's a lot of conjecture regarding like where did the virus come from but if you reduce the uh, the virus to an idea that it's a message, right? For me, it, it almost doesn't matter whether it came from a bat and there was a zoonotic transfer to an intermediary and then it skipped to a human, or could it have been studied as part of this whole gain of function idea at a biosafety lab, or was it, you know, God forbid, a bioweapon? To me, it really doesn't matter because in in terms of our our immune response should be what we can uh control the most that's and, right yeah and then and, and that is our first line of defense or our last line of defense because your um uh, because your virus is going to use your body as a medium exactly anyway exactly that's what exactly. We're, we're trying to say and then also this uh, virus as a message theory is going to open up the path for many people to Look back into your own natural immune, you know, natural immunity, uh, instead of just waiting and waiting for the adaptive um, immunity to come. You know, and I also think artificially, artif yeah. yeah, and that alone is going to take the power back into your own hands. Right. And I think that's very important. Right. 
Yeah. So again, you know, all this to say, like, I'm not trying to like discredit any type of hospital care or medicinal care, but what this graph is trying to show that it should be there to support our own immune response that has evolved over many years. Yes. And it never should be a method trying to control it. Right. Or trying to claim that it has the answer, which is like a magic bullet, mm-hmm. when our body is far more complex than that. That's right. In terms of response. Yes. Okay. So I also have another flip side, which is which I think is highly, 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 highly important in terms of talking about our immune system, which is, you know, our immune level, right? Or, I mean, again, this is a very generalized <laughs> graph, but there are many things that affect our immune level so that we can run optimally in what we perceive as, quote, healthy, right? But we can all agree, even in this situation right now, that people who are, quote, immunocompromised or people who are what you call sick already, which I interpret it as our immune system is already taxed or mm-hmm. it's busy doing other things. Mm-hmm. Our immune cells are deployed dealing with another problem. So you, once you compound several problems, we'll never know what those synergistic effects are, including side effects. Right. Right. So I want to... I wanna, break down this idea in a very macro or like in a meta perspective, right. like looking at how hundreds and thousands of years we have gone through this cycle. What do you think? Well, this one uh, here is uh, really straight up. It's easy to understand. Um, you know, <laughs> you got your optimal immune level, moderate and low, and it's all depending on what you eat, you know, food, essential nutrition, you know, such as protein, carbs, fats, vitamin, ETC, hydration, um, homeostasis, gut flora, you know, the microbes in the intestines to physical exercise, sunlight, mental health, sleep, and recovery. All this, you know, goodness should keep you, keep, keep your immune um, level really high. And this is nothing new. Right, but, right. It's not. It's right. all. It's all common sense, it really. Is. But I think it's a common sense that too often we take for granted. Yes. You know, I mean, every line we can dis, you know, discuss and talk about for hours if we want to. How important and crucial it is that we remain, you know, right. Um, we remain. Uh, I, I don't even know. Like we remain healthy, you know, overall and body and mind, which we which we are actually finding out now, you know, through through science that yes, having sunlight creates, you know. Uh, vitamin D and yes having a good mental health creates uh, good hormones and I don't think you need to read an academic paper to understand right. why why you got to eat certain vegetables and how vitamins and chlorophylls and all these things could help you but it is in there so it is now starting to become a consensus that nutritional science is indeed uh, very important right is it not and not just what we call simple foods and Western foods, but also all the wisdom in the past of taking these herbs and such have actual effects that you could trace on a molecular level. Right, or the food that has a herbal effect. So it's it's a vice versa. Right, so that's already common sense, right? But on the flip side of it, what things actually compromise your immune system, like malnutrition, poor diet, you know, being dehydrated 
and causing all sorts of imbalance because now you're deficient in a lot of minerals. So your body is kind of running on fumes at that point, yeah? Right. And then substance abuse, synthetic chemicals through foods as well, um, and the physical and mental stress. And a lot of times, you know, we do put our stresses through our own choice because that is our work or, or that is what gives us pleasure. You know what I mean? Like whether it's exercise or whatnot. But we all know that physical and mental stress um, through our primitive means for survival, it does pause on a lot of regulatory functions of, of, of our blood and immune system and it produces a lot of cortisol hormones, right? Right. So we, we really know that if we put our bodies through constant stress, your immune system is not functioning properly, as in repairing things that need to be repaired. You're always going to be accumulating a lot of fatigue and stress in your body, and when that becomes chronic, that becomes part of your regular metabolism. So you're kind of running in a certain way that kind of downtrends in, yeah. into, into a more inviting environment. So the, those basic principles, I think applies to not just us modern, you know, all the challenges we face in modern times, but all the centuries of the past as well, you know? So I, I always wonder when people uh, talk about past diseases and past epidemics, pandemics, like how much of this have people taken into consideration? Even in recent pandemics, like how much have we looked at the nutritional habits or access regionally or what were any environmental you know pollutants that were happening uh some are artificial some are natural and all of these these things really need to be looked at before blaming everything on one virus that killed everybody exactly yeah yeah and and also as a cautionary tale to um our friends just because you do all of these things and you take one vitamin <laughs> it does not cancel out habits you know if you want yourself to be running at an optimal level you need to address these situations including your environmental ones but you know what i mean you can't mm -hmm. just sugarcoat no. oh, okay don't eat sugar but no. you can't just like glaze over something with goodness and expect the whole thing underneath to heal itself that's right yeah so I also think that in terms of what is happening statistically in the world right now, you know, when the conversation or the thinking is circulating in this low immune level, I think our whole awareness is also dragged down into that level when this becomes normalized. Because as stressful as it is to read through these lists, this is pretty much a description of modern life. Right, it is. Right? <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely guilty of it. We compromise our food. I forget to drink water. You know, I don't, I'm not that careful about synthetic chemicals. You know, I do stress all the time. I definitely am sleep de deprived most of the time. So, yeah, nobody's exempt. So, all I'm saying is if this becomes normalized, we we're talking about immunocompromised people, immunocompromised environments, then we're, we're kind of trying to look for a solution within a poor set of uh, options. And, and then we're, we're kind of trained to think that, okay, we have to take these pills that will solve our issues. Right. I don't think that that's going to work that way. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to get the foundation right in order for things to work. Mm -hmm. And if you're totally, you know, not taking this in account... Yeah. What are you doing, you know? Yeah, exactly. What are we doing? So 
I think, you know, I've learned a lot from you over the years, you know, trying to look for a holistic uh, perspective. And, and, and of course, there's many sciences that haven't even come out yet. So that we're just evolving into as far as looking at things from a more synergistic effects and, right. and the power of our mind, how much that affects our hormones and looking at more of a, you know, psychoenergetic level. Uh -huh. There's so many things that we don't know about, even from a scientific perspective, right? right. Like what about the placebo effect and the opposite nocebo effect, right? All those things are very important, you know, factors mm -hmm. that we're probably not even looking at right now. Right. Definitely. Right. So, so and, and also I can't mention enough about the mental stress when some somebody is thinking they have a disease. Oh man, and, that's and gonna be that tremendous. Cannot, yeah, that's almost traumatic to your system, and we we have to really think in terms of you know when somebody tells you that there is no cure, maybe they're right, they're, because in terms of the body there is no curing. There's only healing, right? So we really have to focus on how to heal constantly and. Even though our body is, it does work like a machine in an abstract level, but it's a machine that regenerates over the t over time as we deteriorate with age, gracefully, mm. you know, gracefully. So, but it is a regenerative system. That is how it's so different from a machine. Therefore, we have to be the stewards of our own immune system and then help each other in that way. I see. And then... Uh far as for the immune system, I think it's really, really important to to know that what you eat becomes your body. Exactly, yeah. You see, so all this um, one body here is made up of all this mineral compound to all this um, element is all from the earth. Mm -hmm. So it's what you eat. Right. So you want to have that. You are what you eat. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, so it's and really food important. Food is medicine. Food is medicine and right. especially if you're Talking about the disease, whatever that disease that comes out is the result of the food. Is mm -hmm. sort of the base that you want to go back to. Right, right. So, yeah. In short, you know, all these responses that we have as a society. So, I also wanted to run run a quick parallel that I feel. Yeah, is that you know it's almost the message, right? Is 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 brought to us to our body. And then what we see with people with uh, lower immune system is that when the body panics and then the white blood cells are not uh, coordinated properly, when the regulatory agents are gone, mm -hmm. it runs amok and then it starts attacking your own cells. Right. We have seen that, right? right? So I almost see the parallel in our own society that you know, if we panic as a society, in, even in the process of trying to protect the vulnerable sections of our community, we almost start attacking the abled, abled cells of people that should be actually, you know, kind of coordinating so that we can help each other. So right. I, I definitely see that social parallel and then panic and stress is like the worst thing that could happen <laughs> to us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this is not to minimize any sort of problem that are happening right now, but... I do see that there's not enough emphasis put out there that stress can literally be bad for us. Right. Yeah. And you can't keep feeding on it either. Right. You know? Right. Uh, definitely feeding into it oh, and, yeah. and also being fed to us. That's right. Okay. So check this out. I have a last parting message for us. For 
So this is something that I found out just through research. Just thinking about, you know, it's, it's the same concept, how we uh, basically scapegoat the virus into the root of all of our diseases and identifying everything as pathogens, right? Pathogens or pathogenesis, we share the etymology with the word pathos. And what does that mean? So originally, you know, I thought it was interesting. Of course, the word logos, pathos, ethos, kairos, they exist before the time of Aristotle, but he published books basically explaining what is the techniques to persuade somebody, right? That is very much prevalent in our society. And, is, and I think it's very relevant to us right now because we're still using these words that contain the same meaning that have been handed down to us through different civilizations, which is kind of amazing in that way. So the definition of it, uh, you see logos as being, you know, logic and reason, reason, reasoning with data, right? Uh, that I think that has kind of translated into how we, how much we believe in science and technology, and pathos, which is actually to emote, but eventually it, it started to become how it means to suffer and being sad. Right? So pathology also means we have associated disease with suffering and something that you need to be saved. And even though that sounds like a dramatized, in the past, it has been applied and defined in that way that you need to be literally saved, you know, in a, in a religious context. And disease actually means unease as well, right? So, you know, all of this is very relevant to us, like such as how they use the authority, whether it be political will of the people, and then also the academic authority that people have established over the years. And, you know, we, we definitely adhere to that. We don't necessarily try to uh, oppose the authority intentionally, right? And then, you know, our, the far reach of the media. All, all of these things definitely influence our everyday thinking, it kind of makes me question sometimes, not, not necessarily the system itself, but why do we try to trust them without any kind of questioning? What do you think about that in, in terms of the medical profession? It's, it's, it's very relevant with uh, you know, medicine too. It's, uh, it's sort of like what's common sense, sense in a broad, broad way, it sort of becomes like the rule. So in that sense, it's, uh, this, this really talks about it. Yeah. So... As much as like science and technology has been advancing in terms of like industrial revolution, now we have the modernization of technology and then the computer, the internet, and now we have genetic engineering, and then we're about to go f even further probably, you know, like all the synthesizing of different technologies like artificial intelligence and, you know, it goes on and on and on. But every time like we are going to be faced with the same type of challenges, I think, and if we as a people don't become aware of that, you know, how authority and knowledge is transferred to us, if we don't start forming our own questions with our own critical eye in the spirit of taking care of each other, yeah, I think we're basically going to be blind uh, yeah. ourselves. So it really has to be a well-balanced effort. Right. And I think it's, um, it's really... Um not right, uh, for example, to think that, oh, this uh, specific herbal is going to kill the virus or right. it's going to take care of the virus. It's, it's really not like that. Um, all this, uh, you know, proper food eating and all these uh, natural remedies are about taking care of your um, immune, you know, the natural immune system to mm -hmm. keep it in an intact level. Right. So you have to kind of look at it and understand it that way. Right. Definitely. So we, the people, 
uh, is actually defined by what is going on right now. Because if you even look at the the root of the word epidemic, it simply means upon the people. There is no connotation of any type of disease. And the word pandemic, as you know, pan, all, endemic is people. So it just means all people. So I hope that we can use this extraordinary, again, time that we're experiencing in 2020 of a pandemic that no one has ever experienced in our own lives. And for sure, it's going to go back to normal, uh, what quote, normal soon, uh, whether that's like a month or two away, yeah? But moving forward, there are a lot of things that we are going to be faced with that challenge, the same set of challenges and not just from a virus. And all of these, these things, you know, rewinding back to where did the virus come from? Right. Could it have possibly come from animals that were stressed? <laughs> I'm very sure. I <laughs> mean, know? it could be anything. Yeah, like yeah. all these, you know, bird flu and swine flu. Could they have been possibly stressed in their environment? Could they have been breathing in contaminants and unsanitary conditions that could have possibly produced the virus? You know? That's something you can't really ignore. Yeah, honestly, right. we don't. And just the fact that the virus is something so small right 100 times order smaller than a bacteria therefore we actually don't know the causality that much do we right no we we can rely on electron micros micro micro you mm -hmm. know photo imaging and all of these things but it's not like no one ever saw a uh, virus exactly invade true. itself that's a, that's the a truth right yeah that is the truth right so you know i don't want to get into the details of the technology behind the testing but even to detect the piece of the fragments of an RNA, we have to magnify it in order of millions, billions, perhaps trillions by the time you cycle up to the upper 30s. Yeah? Right. So what we're doing right now is could be technologically sound or technically uh, proven. However, the more we amplify, yeah, like I, I see a parallel socially as well. The more we amplify, the more we're amplifying the possibility of how we are, quote, infected, and then we're passing on the amplification to how much we have to amplify our efforts to distance ourselves, right? So I'm not opposing the mandate by any means. However, what is that doing to us mentally? We have to be aware. Right. Right, because the, because the science is, is, um, is just a theory at this point, and yes. we have to decide... Um, how we can protect ourselves uh, the be the best way we know how, including, and it all starts from ourselves. Yeah? Yes, I completely agree with that. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that's just, that's just kind of the rundown for now. There's so many things that we can talk about hours on end, and I hope that, again, I've provided some sort of framework so that everything fits, but centered around you. You know, right. starting from all these conspiracy theories to what could happen from now. What is what is the vaccine doing to us? What is what medicine is relative to our healing? But again, you know, it really has to start from us. And then we we really have to uh, kind of have the conversation revolve around that. Otherwise, we're just spending energy not going anywhere. I agree. Yeah. Any lasting words? I think it's really important that people, uh, for people to um, understand the, your, your own health is what you have control over. And please work on making that optimal. Mm -hmm. And if you understand the, 
the another you know the uh, another dimension of you know virus virus being a uh, messenger if you think about it that way it may even reduce your stress level mm-hmm. a little bit lower it'll make it a little bit lower it's it may give you a little bit more better uh, mental health you know so that's to say yeah so i mean even myself i know people who got tested and came back positive i know friends with families in the icu so i know it's very real you know but you know to in order to understand what is happening to their own health is a whole different universe and it's not anything that could be determined by one test yes so i really hope that everybody um you know look looks at health in that manner and you just don't decide from one test and and that's for real that goes back to everything in the past century so uh-huh. i hope you know we can strengthen each other we can encourage each other and move forward in a positive way right all right how's all right. that very good okay peace out